Today on Radio Italiana. Italians flying high. Everything you want to know about Italians and airplanes. Plus, Italian food, news, music, and events. And so much more. The Italian radio show. West Coast Italian radio. Coming right up on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Alla più piano e nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità Nel cielo che ci guarda da lassù Insieme a te io resterò Amore mio, sempre così Alla più piano e vieni più vicino a me Io sentirei anche tu ad un tuo Folks and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show right here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of beautiful Palm Springs. If you're listening to us live down here in Southern California, we broadcast at 1490 AM, but you might be picking us up in one of our stations around the country because we have many wonderful affiliate stations, some ABC affiliates, some non-ABC affiliates, but wherever you are, welcome to the show. And of course, you can always hear us at our website. Go to WCIR.biz. Just remember our initials, West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR, WCIR.biz. Click at the little button there at the top of the page, and you can stream this show live every Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time or listen to the show or any of our shows in our archives for the past seven years right at the same link there. We have hundreds of shows there. Great shows, great topics, and when we're done with today's show, it's going to go right up there in our archives to be available from here on out. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host with a lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenza, Italy. Marzia, how you doing today? Doing great. Ciao a tutti. Hello, Tony. <laughs> so, folks, we're giving you the best of everything. You got the real Italian girl from Italy there, and you got the Italian-American boy here from New York City, Telling you both the Italian stuff, the Italian-American stuff. It's similar, but we're kind of thinking of us as cousins who came from the same family but kind of developed a little bit separately. Marcia, tell everybody what we do in today's show. What, what, what are we doing the show in general? Well, in general, we have events, we have news, Italian news, what's going on, and uh, Italian music, uh, great guests in our radio. We have recipe, Italian phrases of the week, and but today's show is about... Airplanes, airplanes. That's right. It's all about Italians that. and airplanes, all right? And, you know, realistically, think about it. Because we had that whole show. You remember we did the show on Leonardo da Vinci? Right. And da Vinci, this was back like, you know, four or five hundred years ago. He was already developing designs to, you know, so people could fly, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Italians have a long, long history with aviation, with airplanes. It's just absolutely wonderful. We have a special guest on today going to be telling more about that. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's our theme for today's show. And, of course, don't forget also, Marcia, my favorite segment you didn't mention is food. Food. We're going to have great And today we're going to talk about Italian cocktails and our food stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, summer cocktails. Oh. Now, let's get right into our news. And remember, nothing is sacred here. Nothing is nothing is off limits. We're Italians. We tell you what we feel. 
Uh, when it comes to Italian news, quite frankly, the facts are stranger at times than the fiction is. And uh, Italian has the same problem that every other country in the world does. And that's whenever the government gets involved, they always mess it up. And trust me, folks, I cleaned that up, okay? You clean the governor, up. Uh, the <laughs> government of Italy certainly messed up this one, and this keeps with our theme of uh, aviation. Italian, in Italy, the Italians are getting two brand-new aircraft carriers. However, it's too bad they won't have enough fighters to fly from them. Mm. So figure out, I mean, only the Italian government could order these two big, beautiful ships. I mean, these ones are 27,000 tons each. Mm -hmm. And they don't got any planes to fly off them. Are you kidding me? Come on. I'm not in shock. Okay. (laughs) So this one, Marcik, says the first one we're covering is in Toronto, Italy. I'm not sure. Where's Toronto, Italy? It's a Taranto. Taranto. Okay. It's down south. Down south, all right. And it says uh, the name of this aircraft carrier is the uh, Cavour, C-A-V-O-U-R, the Cavour, uh, cost $76 million, uh, and it's supposed to uh, be able to have uh, a fleet of the, the these Lockheed Martin F-35B stealth jump, uh, jump jets, you know, that can take off of their 801-foot-long flight deck they have there. Um it's, it's scheduled to come here to the United States for a visit. However, it says that they, they, they don't have any airplanes, okay? In fact, they're trying to acquire airplanes. And in the meanwhile, they just have some old uh, tornado fighter bombers that they're carrying there. But they're looking to buy, I guess, or, or acquire 60 of these conventional new F-35 planes, um, so it's just it's been a fiasco, just a fiasco. They're going to buy it? Buy it, make it. I don't know what it is. But it looks like it's... Um, you know, they eat it. We are broke, right? I don't know what we well, can... Yeah, buy. exactly, because each of these places... Now, get this. Hmm. First of all, the aircraft carrier, what did we tell you that that cost them to make? Let me go back here. Seven, you said? Um, yeah, um, it was... Well, no, it was $76 million to oh, just make oh, the yeah. boat. That's just to make the boat. Now, for each one of these airplanes, mm. it costs $100 million per plane. That's per plane. Mm. And they want to get 60 of these planes. And like you say, Italy is broke. So yeah. no one's really thought this thing out really clear at this point. Not to mention the fact you're still going to train all the pilots. Uh, you still have to get all the people to do the operations and the maintenance because these are very special aircraft. So... You know, who knows when this particular aircraft carrier is actually going to see the light of day. But, folks, uh, and the other aircraft, there's two of them. The other one is called the Trieste. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm not sure if that where that's out of it. Uh, the Trieste is also obviously there in Italy. I don't know if it's out Taranto or some other place. But, you oh, know. Trieste is a different phrase. But, wait, first it was Taranto, right? So Trieste is up north. Yeah, now. but the Trieste is the name of the other ship. Oh, I was thinking yeah, yeah. about the name of the first yeah. ship was the Cavour. That's out of Toronto, uh, Italy. And okay. the Trieste is the name of the other ship. I'm not sure if that's also the same place, but the same problem. No planes, and they got to get all the crew and the maintenance people, everybody, the pilots to take care of it, train them all. Uh, right. And they're out of money. They're out of money. 
It's going to cost them like a billion dollars to get, like a billion two or something to get all this. Unbelievable. There you go. That's government planning for you. And trust me, in this country, we're not far behind that, okay? And the reason I say that is there's another story from our Pentagon, from our government, about Italian planes, uh, where our government screwed up too, okay? So get this, okay? This one comes to us, um, let me see, this was from the World News, and it says that the uh, Pentagon wasted millions of dollars on buying Italian planes that were later sold as scrap. And, of course, as is the case with the government, with the military, no one is held accountable. All right? So um, get this. This was like just a couple of months ago, on March 2021. Uh, Washington, D.C. spent $549 million on an Italian-made cargo, uh, on Italian-made cargo planes. They bought a fleet of these Italian-made cargo planes, and they were all faulty. None of the planes worked, okay? I mean, no one thought, like, go and checking this out before you bought the planes or, you know, figuring out before you gave the guys the money. I don't know, okay? But it says um, neither the U.S. Air Force general who was heavily involved in the project nor the company that sold the aircraft to the Pentagon, no one has been held accountable. No one has faced prosecution. Apparently, these were planes were meant to uh, go to Afghanistan for the Af- Afghan governor, uh, who uh, or the Af- Afghan government, uh, to be used over there uh, with the ongoing uh, maintenance, uh, you know, ma- maintaining of the the, the country. Uh, and anyway, they've all they all had to be scrapped. They all had to be scrapped. So get this: they spent what did we say here? They spent five hundred and forty nine million dollars on these faulty planes, okay? And when they scrapped them all, they, they got $40,257 by scrapping them. That's all they made back. So they lost, like, almost the entire $549 million bucks. And yes. no one's held accountable. Can you believe this? Can you yeah. believe it? Yes. Pretty sad, though. Really sad. But and again, there's your government at work for you. Whether it's the Italians or the Americans, and even when they tie together, they screw it up. It says the FBI now is launching an investigation. The Air Force, the Office of Special Investig- uh, Investigations, they're looking into it. Um, it says they were even had some warnings from the aircraft ahead of time that these aircraft had some issues. Of course, the warnings were ignored. Okay. Um, the Justice Department says it would be difficult to prosecute the cases for whatever reason, I don't know. They're prosecuting everything else. It's foolish, and they seem to have no problem with that, but there you go. So, two of your, it says, get this, the company that, uh, I guess, had been involved with this was the Leonardo company. You know, Leonardo da Vinci is rolling his graves over this one. (laughs) That is no good. Change name. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable, isn't it? So, I got to tell you what. So that was your stories. We're going to have much more coming up here in just a few minutes because our whole show today is going to be everything about Italian aviation. Uh, a lot of fun with it. And coming right up is going to be my favorite segment, food and drinks. Folks, you're listening to the Italian radio show, part of West Coast Italian Radio on the ABC News and Talk radio network. We'll be right back after the short word from our sponsors. Don't go away.
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony Lestella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Hey, folks, this is Tony Lestella with the West Coast Italian Radio Show, bringing you the Italian Radio program on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I got my good friend Rick Reagan here. Today we're going to make a special recipe. Okay, this is near and dear to me, my Grandma Addie's vodka sauce with pasta, okay? And she made this recipe, I remember as a kid waking up and you smell the food cooking in the kitchen, you go nuts waiting for lunchtime so you can ha- you have a special recipe. She makes it with pancetta, with butter, Great, great pasta and a little bit of cream makes your red sauce. Rick's going to lead us through this. I gave my, my grandmother's recipe. And, of course, we're going to use none other than Tito's Vodka. We found the Tito's handmade vodka from Austin, Texas. is absolutely fantastic. I know we use it at the restaurant. And, you know, this is great because it's a unique flavor. So it's one of those sipping vodkas. You can drink it straight. You can it, When you put it in certain cocktails, it makes the cocktails taste a little different and a little special. And for cooking, if you use the vodka in a recipe, this stuff is going to give your recipe a, a whole flavor that you'd otherwise miss. Yep. So thanks, Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas, for being the sponsor of our show and of our food segment. And now I'm going to turn it over to our executive chef here from Montalcino's Italian Restaurant in Issaquah, Washington, one of my favorite places to eat and sing. Uh, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his version of the recipe 
and how we came to do this together. You know, Tony, uh, you've been telling me about your grandmother's vodka sauce for a while, and then the other day I was over at Tony's house for dinner, and he made this for me, and it was fantastic. And I told him, I said, we have to share this, right? We have to share because it's very simplistic, it's very easy to make, yet it's so flavorful. So let's jump right into it, and I'll walk you through Grandma Eddie's uh, vodka sauce. So we've got our pan preheated. I'm going to add just a little bit of uh, pure olive oil to the pan. Let that heat up. Add some of our white onions. Just going to stir those until they start to become translucent. Doesn't take very long. So now our onions are translucent. That probably took just three or four minutes. I'm adding just a little bit of fresh garlic. Incorporate that into the pan. This you only let cook for just a couple minutes. You'll see the garlic just start to turn a little bit of light brown. You don't want to get too much or it'll turn bitter. And there I'm going to add a little bit of the tomato sauce. The tomato you are using, you're going to have to adjust this. Sometimes they are a little acidic, so you might have to put a little sugar in. Um, we're definitely going to use a little bit of salt and pepper. So I'm going to season with a little salt, put a little bit of my freshly ground pepper in. So this has come to a nice simmer. I'm going to turn it down just a little bit. I tasted for the acidity. I added a little salt. It doesn't need any sugar, but if it did, you could add a small pinch of sugar. So I'm just going to add a little bit of the parsley and a little bit of the basil. Alright, so we're going to cover this. We're going to turn it to low and we're going to let this cook, marrying all those flavors, for about 30 minutes. So now we're going to start our pasta. Um, Tony and I are going to use uh, penne pasta today, but and the reason that we like penne with this dish is it holds a lot of the sauce, so it, um, it captures the sauce very well, but you can use any pasta you'd like. Um, for the water, um, I'm going to bring it up to a simmer, and then I'm going to salt it. I, I use quite a bit of salt, you guys. Remember that um, I want to have this water taste like the ocean, um, so salt it, bring it up to a rapid boil, then cook your pasta till al dente. One um, trick is I get everything else ready, meaning that I've made my red sauce, uh, I'll do the pancetta, I'll let my water come to a simmer. Once I'm all ready to do the final um, dish, then I'll cook my pasta, and you'll see why in a moment. And now we're going to prepare the pancetta. So for the pancetta, we actually are going to start off with a little butter in the pan. Let that butter come to uh, a melt. And actually, you know, we want to bring out a little bit of the, the nuttiness in the butter. So I'm going to let this butter just brown slightly. Um, once it starts to brown slightly, I'll add the pancetta. 
the flavor of the, uh, the fats out of the pancetta and the butter will melt, uh, blend together. So you can see the butter's just starting to brown around the sides. You could bring it a little bit more than that, but that's already started with the nuttiness I was referring to. And now I'm gonna add the fresh, or the freshly diced pancetta. Turn down our heat just a little bit, and I'm gonna let the pancetta cook all the way to crisp. So at the restaurant, we use Tito's vodka. I think Tito's has a unique flavor that not any other vodka has. It incorporates that flavor into the vodka sauce, so I think Tito's is an excellent, excellent vodka, not only to drink, but to use for this sauce. So I'm gonna take, I've got my pancetta where I want it to go. I'm gonna deglaze with a little bit of the vodka. And we're just gonna let that alcohol cook out. Only takes a couple minutes. Still got it on fairly high heat. The flames you see is all the alcohol just cooking out. It's just gonna... So now we've let this sauce simmer for 30 minutes, giving the time for all the ingredients to marry together. We've got our pancetta and our vodka ready. And now I'm just gonna incorporate the two. I'm gonna incorporate all this pancetta and the brown butter. And I'm gonna give this well, probably five or six minutes to simmer together. So now I've got my seasoned water to a rolling boil. I'm gonna cook my penne to even a stage before al dente. Um, because why is because I'm going to take the penne out of the water and I'm going to finish the cooking in the sauce so the pasta starts to absorb some of that flavor. So we've added our pasta to the water. I'm giving it a quick stir. It'll come up to a rapid boil again and again. I'm going to cook this even one stage before al dente and finish the cooking process in the sauce. All right, so I've got my tomato sauce all ready to go. Our pasta is cooking. Now I'm gonna add a little bit of fresh cream. And this, you guys, we sort of go by color and flavor. As you can see, it's gonna go from a ruby red to more of a pink color. Now I'm just gonna let this continue to simmer until it gets a little thicker and my pasta is Again, we've cooked our uh, pasta to one stage prior to al dente because it's gonna cook in the sauce. We've got our sauce simmering. Remember, we simmered that for a half hour. And now I'm just gonna transition the pasta right into the sauce. You've heard me talk about using some of the pasta water. So if for some reason you've over-reduced your sauce and you think it needs to be a little thinner, we can add some of this pasta water. Okay, I'm gonna turn this down to low. And I'm gonna cover it, and I'm just gonna let it slowly cook for just another six, seven minutes. Let all the flavors combine and we're ready to serve. So as you can see, everything's come together. The sauce is reduced down. It's incorporated with the penne, and now we're just gonna um, dish it up. A little bit of grandma's vodka sauce. And here we have Tony Lastella's grandmother, Addie's penne a la vodka. All right, folks, and that was it. That was our vodka sauce, my grandma Addie's homemade vodka sauce. 
with our executive chef here, Rick Reagan, putting his own special flair on it. And, of course, brought to us by Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas, our recipe of the week. So now we're going to move on, Marcia, to our Frasi Italiane, our Italian phrases. And mm-hmm. I, I love the title of this one, Come Volare, because it ties them to today's show. It's, you know, come fly with us. You know, how about flying in Italy, technically, you know? <laughs> so uh, there you go. So uh, you got some great Italian phrases here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to let you start right in with them. Well, I'll put the first one in English. Go ahead. Read All the right, one I'll read it in English first, then you okay. translate it in Italian. Okay, what is the difference between an Italian airman and an American airman? It says the American has a plane that actually works. Ooh, boy, that ties in <laughs> with our first news story, doesn't it? Go ahead. How do you say that in, in Italian? Qual è la differenza tra un aviatore italiano e un aviatore americano? L'americano ha un aereo che funziona davvero. You know, the American has a functioning airplane. In, in, the, in the Italian's case, sometimes they buy the aircraft carrier and they got no airplanes, as we even know. So good, that was a good one. That was just auspicious when we got that one for this week's show. Okay, our next one is, why do Italian aeronautic engineers design some of the best aircraft in the world, but we buy our fire planes from France? I was curious. But nobody answered that. I want to know. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Perché gli ingegneri aeronautici italiani disegnano i migliori aerei del mondo, ma compriamo i nostri aerei da combattimento dalla Francia? So there you go. And I can't answer that question either. I know right now, in lieu of the fact that they got that uh, air, air, aircraft carrier, well, two aircraft carriers with no planes, and they're trying to buy 60 aircraft at a million bucks apiece, I, I don't know what they, the planes go for in France or wherever, but I know they're you know, trying to find some stuff, especially since the, governor, the government of Italy is broke. So uh, we're going to move right on. This is a cute one, this next one here. If Italy films its own version of Top Gun, Tom Cruise would be, re, would be replaced by Danny DeVito. I love it. <laughs> I love Danny DeVito. <laughs> I can see him. I can... Oh, he would be perfect, wouldn't he? So, se l'Italia filma la sua versione di Top Gun, Tom Cruise sarebbe sostituito da Danny DeVito. There you go. Danny DeVito, if you're out there listening to the show, we want you to come on as a guest. Have someone, have your people, give our people a call. We would love to have you on as a guest. We'll talk about you then playing the Tom Cruise role in the Italian version of Top Gun, which is yet to be made, but what a great idea. It would give a whole different a different perspective on Top Gun. Remember, Marcedia. <laughs> there you are, there you are. Your Italian phrases, folks, for the day. And now, of course, I picked out a very special artist of the week for us today, uh, keeping with our theme of Italian of Italian aviation, okay, Italian flyers. Um, I brought back an oldie but a goodie, one of my favorite Frank Sinatra recordings, Come Fly With Me from uh, his show Sonata at the Sands, which, in my opinion, was the best version of that recording. A lot, he did it live there. It opened up his show. And that, of course, is one of the best Sinatra concerts of all time, one of the best live concerts, actually, of all time in terms of recordings go. Um, great old popular song written by Jimmy Van Heusen and Sammy Kahn. Here it is, folks. Come fly with me with Frank Sinatra in honor of Italian 
aviation and Italian pilots. Everything Italian happened to do with flying. Come fly with me, we'll fly, we'll fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on, fly with me, we'll fly, we'll fly away. Come fly with me, we'll float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come on, fly with me, we'll float down in the blue. Once I get you up there, where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide, eyed Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so near. You might hear all the angels cheer because we're together. Weather-wise, it's such a lovely day. Just say those words, we'll beat those birds down to Acapulco Bay. It is perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say. Come on, fly with me, we'll fly, we'll fly, we'll fly. Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so awfully near. You might even hear a gang of angels cheer just because we're together. Weather-wise, it's such a groovy day. You just say that word and I'll beat your bird down to Acapulco Bay. It's perfect for a flying honeymoon, they do say. Come on, fly with me, we'll fly, we'll fly. Pack up, let's fly away. E tu dici parto a Dio. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony Lestella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers! 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com E tu dici parto a Dio, ta lontare da sto cuore, da sta terra dell'amore. And we are back with more West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I have a great guest on today's show, someone that I do a lot of work with, uh, just a great guy who produces the awesome air shows, just absolutely awesome air shows, been doing it for years, is doing it for us this year down at the uh, Tacoma area with Wings and Wheels and the Tacoma Freedom Fair Air Show. And the best of all, he's an Italian boy. Welcome to the show, Doug Tony. How you doing? Hey, good, Tony. Good to be here. So before we get into all the uh, airplane stuff, which I know you uh, are supreme at, just as a background here, what part of Italy is your family from? Uh, as far as I know, uh, the Rome area, north, Rome uh, area. north of Rome. Gotcha. Yeah. I have cousins who live there now. And, how, and yeah. when, when did they come to this country? You know, my grandfather came over uh, in the 30s. They came over to, to work in the factories in New England. Oh, gotcha. So they came to do uh, the New England area. Gotcha. Yeah. So how did you wind up by uh, your family here in the Puget Sound area? Well, I was uh, Air Force and uh, spent 22 years in the Air Force, retired out of here out of McCord uh, Air Force Base. And we just kind of stayed. I got a job with the, the Air Force as a civilian. So we're here. That's fantastic. So obviously uh, in the Air Force, that, that kind of is the reason that you are maybe you were were you interested in airplanes before the air force I and mean, was something like as a kid you thought wow this is really cool yeah actually I, I really enjoyed it. i went to an air show when i was a kid and um really uh got wrapped up in uh you know all the vintage airplanes and i think i saw the thunderbirds fly in and i, I just kind of stuck and then when i was 18 i joined the air force and i went all over the world that's fantastic um, what, what did you do in the air force uh, I loaded and unloaded airplanes with the, all the cargo and tanks and trucks and wow. all that kind of stuff. It's a, it always amazes me that you could put the you know several of these large tanks. I mean, think of how much these tanks weigh on these airplanes, and those things can still take off and fly. I mean, just it blows my mind. You know, I know, like the M1 Abrams tank. We we put one of those on an airplane, and it would be. Uh, I think it's 60 tons. Oh, so it's 120,000 pounds put on an airplane. And Jeez. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. 
It is incredible. So now, other than the shows that you've done for the Tacoma Events Commission, what other past, I mean, have you done any other past air shows? Well, you know, I, I first got started <laughs> um, with Tacoma Freedom Fair, and right. I, I had suggested to the, the uh, executive director at the time uh, that he hire a certain performer, and then he asked me to come down to the office to talk about it. And then he offered me the position of air show director. And I said, I don't know anything about air shows. <laughs> he said, I'll teach you. So uh, after the first year, it, it turned out that the uh, the commanders from Accord were down watching the show. And uh, they really enjoyed it. It was a great show. And uh, I had the opportunity to meet them later on the base. And they asked me to help with their show. On the base, That's so great. I, I worked at the McCord uh, Air Expo for uh, two or three seasons, and, and then I've been doing, of course, uh, Tacoma Freedom Fair for well since two, about two thousand six. Absolutely, and I know we've done some great shows down there. So, um, tell us now. You, I, you know, we have this upcoming uh, air show or air shows actually coming up or July Fourth weekend, and of course, you and I work closely on that. Uh, you as the air show director and, and, and now as, of course, the executive director of the TEC. And then I'm down there as the president of the TEC trying to help with whatever things I can help as a volunteer. Um, but now let's talk about this great air show we have coming up. It's going to be actually two parts of this air show. The first, of course, is that we're going to talk about is the Freedom Fair. Uh, Freedom Fair Air Show, which uh, this is a proud tradition. I know the Freedom Fair itself has gone on for about 40 or 50 years. And before that, it, it was something else. Uh, but, and, you know, but how long has the air show actually been part of the Tacoma Freedom Fair? You know, I'm not really sure. I don't know the history. I, I know it's, it's been at least 20 years, maybe longer. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you've been doing it, of course, uh, since 2006. So for most of that time. So now this year, of course, we're not doing a ground event. We're not doing the Freedom Fair on account of everybody is coming out of COVID. It just wasn't enough time to plan it. Uh, so there's not going to be any street closures. There's not going to be any vendors, anything down that's going to be pretty much just open. And what, but we are going to do this great show over Commencement Bay. We're doing it, uh, both on the third and the fourth, Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a two-hour show at one thirty, correct? Yes, that's correct. So who, first time we've ever done first time we've ever done a two-day show. A, that's right. First time for at least on the Freedom Bay. You're absolutely right. So tell us who's going to be flying down there. Well, our headline act is uh, the Air Force's latest jet. It's the F-35 Lightning II. It's uh, piloted by uh, Christine Bale Wolf Major, United Very States cool. Air Force, out of Hill Air Force Base. Uh, they're going to be doing, she's going to be doing a, a F-35 single ship demonstration. And then she'll be joined by a P-51 Mustang uh, piloted by uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Greg Anders. And they're going to do uh, a heritage flight. They'll do several passes and it just kind of shows the, you know, where we've been and where we're at now, history and uh, yeah, yeah. present. And then uh, joining them will be uh, some EA-18G Growlers out of Whidbey Island, some some local guys. And uh, they're going to be joined in the air by a T-28 Trojan for what's known as a Navy Legacy flight. So they're going to do several 
formation passes, showing the same kind of thing in the Navy uh, past and present. You're right, right. Uh, the 62nd Airlift Wing is going to be providing a C-17 Globemaster III demonstration over the sound. Uh, you, you, you know, the, for those people in the Puget Sound, we, we see the C-17s flying around quite a bit. So this, this will be, uh, I'm going to loiter over Commencement Bay a little bit longer. That's great. And, it's great. And then, uh, we've got several, uh, civilian performers, uh, Greg Collier in the, uh, T-33 Shooting Star. Uh, Vicky Benzing in the N3N. It's a 1942 Stearman biplane. That's always a lot of fun to watch her. It is. And I have to, I've actually flown in that, that airplane. Wow. Uh, wow. That yeah. must we, we took a, we took a flight around, uh, Commencement Bay a couple of years ago and, and down to Stillicum. And it was, it was great fun. Um, open cockpit, you know, if you stick yeah, your hand yeah. out, if you have sure. anything in your hand, it's going to disappear. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, we've got Rennie Price out of Oregon coming up in a Sukhoi 29. And we have two, uh, two guys out of, uh, I think it's Western Washington. They're flying a, a two ship RV, Vans RV demo. So that's, oh, gotcha, that's, gotcha. That's Very cool. Lots cool. of, lots of formation flying with those guys. And they'll be joined by, uh, a P 40 Warhawk out of, uh, Madras, Oregon, the Ericsson aircraft collection. That sounds really cool. So it's going to be a jam packed two hour show. Um, Lots, it sounds like a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. And we, yeah. but we want to make sure we tell people it's very, very important. You know, we're suggesting to people that to see the show, you don't really want to go down to the Tacoma waterfront. And the reason being is since this year we're not going to have a ground event there, there's very, very limited access to that area. There's only a couple of ways even to get down there. Uh, so it's hard to get down there, how to, hard to get uh, out of there once you're down there. You only have the one uh, road and it's, you know, going to be a lot of traffic. You also, you know, there's, there's very limited parking. They have, there's no, um, real public transportation down there or offsite parking. And generally speaking, the parks fill up pretty early in the morning, just with the local people coming down to picnic for the July 4th week. And so, yeah, you were doing the show down there for the people in Tacoma and it's free for them, but really, what we're telling people, if you really want to see this show and you, you got to go up to Wings and Wheels. It's a great, great view. We're doing a drive-in air show. You need to get the park right along the runway and see the show up close. And that's how you want to see it. And I think what we only have 400 tickets per show. We're doing two shows a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon on the third and fourth. So you got to make sure you get these tickets in advance. Is there anything I missed about that show you wanted to tell people about Wings and Wheels? As far as Wings and Wheels go, you're going to see everything that I just mentioned uh, that's going to fly in Tacoma. And we have added uh, the Smoke and Thunder jet truck. It's got two jet engines. It's going to race uh, a couple of the airplanes. And we've also added uh, a helicopter demo for uh, the Olympic Oh, yeah, yeah, helicopter demo. That looks really cool. Yeah, the... uh, the Cobra gunship and the Huey uh, UH-1 are going to be flying a, a helicopter demonstration, and the, and the Cobra gunship is actually going to race the jet truck. That, so, uh, yeah, that you know, I think I remember seeing something about that. That's a really yeah. cool thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so you know, folks, and, and it's and this is great because it's all you know. We, we had to plan this to be a COVID-friendly event, even though now the state is opening up. So, you know, you're going to come up there, you get to park right along the runway, you get out of your vehicle, set up your lawn chairs, you'll have your own space there. Watch this great show. Make sure you bring 
some food and some beverage, because again, we're not going to have any vendors up there. It's just going to be, you know, a drive-in air show. We will have facilities for the bathrooms and stuff, but it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic show. And realistically, you know, tickets are the, are, are, are in some ways even less expensive than in past years, because the tickets in the past were $25 a person. And what we're doing this year is, you you buy a ticket for either a hundred bucks or hundred and fifty, depending whether you want the first row or the second row. But you can fit as many people in your car. I mean, you could be like the Beverly Hillbillies and pack fourteen people <laughs> in your car, come drive, and you can all see the show. So it's a, it's a heck of a deal for the family. It, it, it's the only it's the only July Fourth event, major event going on in Tacoma and Pierce County. There's no fireworks this year, nothing else. So you got to come down and see this show. All right, Doug, we only got about 30 seconds left. Tell people how they can get some tickets. Well, visit us at, uh, it's all one word now, gigharborwingsandwheels.com. So go there. There'll be a link to the tickets. All Most of the uh, premier tickets, front row tickets, are actually sold out. So the rest of them are going really quick. So once again, just go to gigharborwingsandwheels.com. All right, tickets. well, there you have it, folks. Make sure you come down because it's going to be one heck of a July fourth weekend celebration this is tony Lastella on abc with the italian radio show we'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors don't go away Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find the store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com Si tu tieni a bocella, no poco poco rilo a pasuliatella. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk radio network. So now, Marcy, it's time for us to do our Italian events. We have great Italian events uh, that are happening throughout the western United States. <laughs> And before we get started, let's just tell all of our people that if you have an event out there that you would like to submit to us for our event calendar, please go to our website. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR, WCIR WCIR.biz, and go there. There's a link there to contact us, send us your event. Uh, You know, usually on the show, we only have timer to cover a few events, but uh, it, we'll have a, a calendar up on our website that has all of the events, uh, both the large ones and the small ones across the country. So let's cover some of the major events going on right now. A big one, and I know this one is technically not an Italian event, but it is one that we personally sponsor, which is Saturday and Sunday, July 3rd and 4th. It's the Freedom Fair Air Show and Wings and Wheels featuring the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds, one of the top flying military teams in the world, and other great military planes with some vintage aircraft, flying over Commencement Bay and also appearing at the Gig Harbor Airport. Uh, they're going to be doing two shows a day, uh, plus uh, two shows at the airport a day, plus one large show down uh, on the waterfront. Make sure you go to freedomfair.com. Freedomfair.com, if you live up in the Tacoma or Pierce County area of the state of Washington, it's an absolute great event that's been going on for years and years. And West Coast Italian Radio is one of the sponsors because we do as much as we possibly can always to support our military. Now, moving on, a lot of these events, of course, are towards the end of the summer, being that we're just opening up now uh, from our COVID lockdowns. On Saturday and Sunday, August 21st and 22nd, the San Jose Italian Family Festa is going on, an absolute great event that takes place every year down the historic San Jose. Make sure you go down there and check out all the great things they're doing that weekend from the main stage, the great wines, their wine garden, and all the fun for family and culture uh, promoting the Italian uh, heritage and Italian culture. And then all those Italian Festival, they're always good for all family, kids, absolutely, any age. So remember that it's not just for one, okay? It's absolutely. Not- now, Sunday, September 5th, 
up in the state of Washington again. They have this great racetrack there, Emerald Downs, fantastic horse racing track. They're doing Italian Day at the races. Again, this is sponsored specifically by the West Coast Italian Radio. So if you come out to that event, you can meet your hosts there, both Marcia and I will be there all day long, meeting and greeting people. And, of course, we'll have the West Coast Italian Radio studio band, Tony Lestella and the Goombas, playing all afternoon down at the track side between races. Other activities include bocce, wine tasting, pizza eating contest, Italian dancers, a lot of fun for the family. And we're going to be giving away free tickets for this event starting in July, all summer long. So make sure you stay tuned in. I would like uh, to present you. I was trying to say, and the Goombas are going to be there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. The Goombas are always there. We always have a blast there. Okay, Friday, September 10th. Festa Italiana at the Fisherman's Festival down in Monterey, California. We love our Italian friends down in Monterey, California. Very active sons of Italy down there, a very active Italian community. You used to live down there, Marcia. You love San. I was supposed to say that. Oh, my heart is there. I love all oh, California. It's beautiful. My so to make sure, folks, you check that out. It starts Friday, September 10th, goes till Tuesday, September 14th, the Monterey Festa Italiana Fisherman's Festival. Moving back up to the Northwest, we have two big festivals taking place in September. One of them is the San Gennaro Festival, taking place on from Friday, September 10th to Sunday, September 12th at the Casa Italiana Italian Cultural Center in Burien, Washington. And then we have the big year at the end of September from the 24th to the 26th of September, again, Friday through Sunday, Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. The big Italian festival been going on about 35 years there. One of the largest ones on the West Coast celebrating everything Italian. Moving on, and by the way, we will be at the Festa Italiana in Seattle. We'll have a booth there. We'll be sponsoring the big dance that night on the stage uh, and the Italian uh, talent presentation of all the different singers. Kind of a big jam with all the lead entertainers there. Saturday and Sunday... On October 2nd and 3rd, the Los Angeles Italian Festival takes place. That's the first weekend of October. Always a lot of fun with our Italian friends down in L.A. at Hollywood and Highland. Make sure you check that out. That's a great event. And we finish up the season out here out west with a biggie. The El Dorado Great Italian Festival taking place the second weekend of October, October 9th and 10th, at the El Dorado Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. Folks, they literally close down all of downtown Reno. They make it a little Italy, and it's absolutely fantastic. Great entertainment, Italian markets, Italian food booths, all kinds of fun all week long. Make sure you check it out. And there are your Italian events and you know, Marcy, we need to remind people that you can listen to us 24-7. We have probably close to uh, seven years of shows in our archives. Just go again to our website, wcir.biz. Click there. Today's show is going to go right up when we're done, and you can listen to all of our shows. Share them with all your friends and family because we have listeners all over the world, and we love people listening to us online. And, of course, our after-hour show is going to be coming out soon. Radio Italiano Luce Rosse, okay? That's going to, 
That's where we cover all the topics of the day's show. But we're a little more racy and direct with how we feel about them. Of course we are, because we're Italian. We tell you what we really think. That's a hoot. It's for 18 years and over. It's uh, obviously by subscription only. Make sure you go to our website. Check that out. That's going to be coming out soon. We have a whole bunch of shows on there for you to listen to. And that's pretty much it, Marcy. I've had a great time, as always, doing the show with you. <laughs> we'll be back next week, folks, with a brand new show here with the Italian radio show, West Coast Italian Radio, on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. God bless you all. A salute. Ciao a tutti. Ciao, Ciao, bambina. My heart is calling while rain is falling. I cry with you. Ciao.